We're all ready to go. Rock and roll. Here we go. Uh, program number 5010 of the James Whale Radio podcast produced by Knobnuts up in Anglesey. Right, you need to change your microphone. Why? Because you're on the wrong one. All right, I can't find the microphone now because I've just got up the... Um, uh, have you sent white noise down my cans? I could do that. No, don't do that because... Uh, right, I've lost where the video thing is on the top bar. Oh, so I'll, I'll connect now. Hang on. Okay, that's better. You well, can... that's only better that I can hear you, and I don't really like hearing you, so... Uh, you, click, uh, you click on that one. Click on what one? The, the, what, the, um, the graphic equalizer one, and then that brings uh, up that menu at the top. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, but that are gone. Oh. They're anyway. Behind that window. I'm trying to bring up the, uh, I'm trying to bring up the, uh, limited show notes. That, that's not that one. Did you do that or did I do that? You did that. I'm going. Right, okay. Double click. Okay, right. Dog sitting on my feet. That's good. And um, and uh, away we go. 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 Obviously, you being fucking stupid means we started anyway. Uh, a very good uh, day, evening, night, whatever the uh, flip it is, wherever you are. The James Whale Radio Show podcast, uh, which is an hour of me talking about well, I don't know, completely unplanned. Um, and uh, playing a bit of music sometimes. Well, sometimes we have good music, but uh, somebody did say to me a long time ago, everything you do is a f***ing car crash. So then uh, there we are. Oh, I see we've got, a, we've got an email in from Colin in Geelong. He says, can you do us a favour and say happy birthday to my mate Shan? Or should that be Sean? That's not how you spell Sean. So it could be Shan, it could be Sean. Uh, thanks if you can. Bollocks if you can't. Anyway, it's bloody well cooking i'll do that again anyway it's bloody well cooking down under mate hope it's not too cold up there where you are and your mutts anyways you better read this or i'll duff you up hi to rob his missus and the crumb crusher what the is the crumb crusher i think he means the baby all right Australians do have a very interesting use of uh, the English language, don't they? If you call it the English language, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, exactly right. Well, listen, I might as well just start with this other one as well while you're uh, sending them in. Uh, James, that prick on the bike last week that tried to mow you over is a total bellend. You know, this cyclist tried to run me over. Uh, what makes me laugh is these clowns have cameras on their helmets to show how terrible everyone else is. But if they played the footage from their cameras, it would just prove what we all know, that they are aggressive cunts who think, his word, not mine, who think that cars do not belong on the roads, unless, of course, they are driving them. Have a great weekend, chaps. All the best. Shay. Thank you, Shay. Um, if, you've got a, uh, if you've got an interesting point of view 
to make, then please drop me a line to jameswellradio at gmail.com. So here we are. This is the show that talks about everything, but probably not in the way that everybody talks about it. And listen, let's talk about that for a moment, because I am getting extremely pissed off with the kind of, uh, we've got to save the planet brigade. It's all too late. The CO2 emissions are raising. We're all going to be dead. Well, actually, hang on a moment. Yeah, we are all going to be dead. Hopefully, we'll get more than our three score years and ten. But who knows? Um, A lot of the problems on this planet are caused by human beings living too long, I'm told. And so, you know, human beings evolve in the way human beings do, and the planet will adjust itself to it, or it'll just kill us all off. But the idea that we can actually turn back time, there's a cue for a song, the idea that we can actually turn back time and uh, stop flying aeroplanes, stop driving cars, stop cows farting, and save the planet is bollocks. Because quite frankly, you only need... And listen, I don't think we should pollute the way we do, and I agree with recycling. I think we make far too much mess. I think human beings are shitty, disgusting, smelly and horrible in uh, many cases. I mean, why would you want to take public transport and sit next to your fellow man and woman when they don't seem to wash and they eat smelly food on the go? And why don't human beings take a little more time to worry about other people? Because as my friend said, cyclists are a pain in the fucking ass, aren't they? They wear those stupid little fucking cameras on their hats. They mow people. Well, they mow people. They cycle all over the place too fast in many cases. Um, and they have the most aggressive, the most aggressive uh, look on their faces. Uh, you might hear some, uh, I've got some guys trying to, uh, trying to put right the, um, the building at the moment. I've told them to shut up, and if I have to go out of here and tell them to shut up again, it will be loud and it will be long. Now, I forgot my train of thought. Where was I? Cyclists taking over the world. Oh, yes, yeah. Cyclists, their arrogant expressions, the cameras on their hats, the fact they don't take other people into consideration, and they have this kind of holier-than-thou attitude that they, because they're on bloody bikes, are actually making the place a safer place. They're not. They're holding cars up. People can't cycle everywhere. It's just a a few that can. But the few that can make it difficult for the many. That's a little soundbite right there, isn't it? Um, so, So, listen, I don't mind you cycling as long as you understand that you are not the most important people going. And I am getting sick and tired of this continual, uh, threat towards... It's all right, guys. It's okay. If they come in here, you can bite them as hard as you like, all right? But not until then. Um, of course, I don't think you're allowed to do that at home. Or bite people. Anyway. Yeah, no, no. Uh, where was I? Oh, yes, yeah. So, anyway. So, um, I'm just getting sick and tired of this whole thing. Look, uh, there is such a thing as climate change. Of course there is. And human beings have affected. Of course we have. But you cannot actually say, well, we're going to stop doing all that and and then things will go back the way they were. It won't happen like that. What will happen is the planet will continue to change the climate because that's what nature does. And eventually, whether, whether we've helped do it or not, the 
climate on this planet will probably change to a fact that human beings cannot survive here. Get over it. And if we listen, if we were really that worried about fossil fuels and all that sort of thing, and, and by the way, let's just remember, the electric car is going to have to be powered by batteries. Those batteries are going to have to be made. And the making of those batteries is very, very polluting. And the disposal of those batteries is also a huge worry. But it's not going to happen for ages. So I think go back to your, uh, go back to your four-wheel drive diesels. They're far cleaner than they used to be and probably a lot better. Um, if we were that worried about this, why haven't we built the Severn Barrier? Apparently a barrier across the mouth of the River Severn could supply enough fuel for most of South Wales and, uh, and Bristol. Oh, tidal stuff, yeah. yeah. The tidal barrier, the tide comes in and out. It's a very big tidal uh, surge, apparently, one of the biggest in the world. Did you know we are one of the biggest ones in the world? We have the one of the biggest tides in the world. Yeah. Did you know that? It can't be. Well, apparently it is. When a tide comes in for us, it's going out for somebody else. So somebody else has yeah. to have the same amount of tide as we do. Well, maybe it's spread over more estuaries. I don't know. I'm not. But what's that? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um, <coughs> I'm not going out there. It's frightening. <laughs> what? Oh, four or five people wandering around here scratching their heads because... Um, At least it's their heads they're scratching. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, it, it sounds like it, you think I'm having major work, everything. Uh, I, I've had a, a new shower screen put up and it doesn't quite fit and there's about four or five people scratching their heads wondering how they can make it fit. Oh, you can't cut the glass. Yeah, well, let's not worry about that. So anyway, where were we? Well, I'm here and uh, you're there. Don't be fucking sarcastic. I'm the one who does that. So listen, apparently the tidal um, barrier or something across the seven uh, could power a lot of, uh, of homes. And that's fairly clean, isn't it? And you can rely on it. Well, it's clean because the tide washes it all. Yeah. So why haven't we done it? I mean, you know, we should be investing in things like that rather than uh, moaning the whole time and, and, and blaming the motorists. Listen, I drive my car because I have to go to different places to work uh, and I wouldn't want to just sit here all the time. I like to be in the studios. Um, but I can't cycle 40 miles, which is what it would... the distance I live away from where I work. You can't get the boats over the thing, though, can you? That's probably why they haven't done it. What? Well, if the things are on the top of the water catching the electricity from the sea then you won't be able to get no, a boat through. it's the don't be stupid there's no electricity in the sea that everybody who went for a swim would be dead see you know you're not as clever as you bloody think are you it's the movement it's the motion of the ocean gives you the power so when the, when the motion's motioning how, yeah. do, how do they get the boats out how do they get the boats out? Well, well you, I don't know. I'm sure they could find a way. Hmm. You're being silly. You are being silly. I'm just trying to help, help myself and the listeners. Well, the listeners knew more than you. Well, I don't know that, do I? No, obviously not. Anyway, so the, look, can we stop this stupidity of people going on and getting nasty? We've got enough problems in the world. You are not going to change the, the planet back. Let's stop throwing so much stuff away. Let's stop all this plastic pollution, I'm all for that. 
But don't say, if we stop flying and stop driving our cars, we're going to save the world, because we're not. Nature will decide on how the world goes. I'm getting sick of it as well, of being, you know, oh, we're going to have to charge you more because you're polluting. Well, as far as I'm concerned, the the people who are polluting the most are... um, Oh, well, listen, there's no point in blaming all the time, is there? Just stop all this aggravation. I think, here's another theory. I think we in this country have had it so good for so long that eventually you forget how lucky you are and you look for trouble. And that is a dangerous thing. So to summarise then, everyone should drive their diesel 4x4s and everyone should stop cycling. Well, that would be great, because then I could get around a lot more easily than have to worry about these... The cyclists are their own worst enemy. They cut in and out of cars. I don't know if they've got a death wish or or whether they're just stupid. I'm, I'm really... I've not decided, but if most of them drive cars as well, they must realise that a car driver doesn't have eyes in the back of their head. They whip around and they're suddenly there... And, you know, know, even though you are paying full attention, as I would hope anybody who drives does, and, of course, some of the driving I see on the roads now is appalling. You can't see a jiggling arsehole, though, in a 4x4, can you? You can't what? You can't see a jiggling arsehole in a 4x4. That's another plus point. A jiggling arsehole? Well, well, that is it. No, that is a very good point, because when some of these pillocks have their asses stuck up in the air, and if you're in a sports car or a smaller car... It is right in your face, isn't it? It is, yeah. And sometimes, you know, and you can't help it, sometimes you become transfixed on them. Especially with those lycra trousers. Yeah, yeah, you sometimes get transfixed on those, and that is very bad for all of us. So ban the tight lycra and the asses in the air, and ban those fucking flashing lights as well, because they are annoying. Now, I think I've sorted that out. Um, I think we need to talk a little... Uh, look, I can't really do a show with... Uh, two things. Listen, first of all, there's been a lot of controversy. We talked about it on my radio show on Talk Radio. You can hear me there Monday to Thursday, 7 in the evening till 10, and a special hour between 8 and 9 for those people listening in the bath. According to research that I've seen, a lot of British people in particular go to bathe themselves between the hours of 8 and 9 in the evening. And I don't think they're catered for on the radio. So uh, on the James Whale Show on Talk Radio, uh, you, can, uh, you can listen to our bath hour. And you can communicate from within your bath. Hands-free, of course. Of course, yeah. Um, and if, you, uh, if you're not in your bath at that time, take the podcast in. Oh, actually, there's a new machine that you can, you can listen to us on. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to talk about that in Tech Talk. Are you? Oh, okay. It, and it looks quite nice. But aren't we, aren't we, can't you listen to us on Alexa and everything else? You can, but actually it's more complicated oh. on Alexa. Why? I don't know. Oh, okay. So this one's just got us and you press a button and there I am. No, I know. There's no buttons to press. What do you do then? Oh. What? Some all sorts of strange noises coming from your house. Um, yeah, no, you, I'm sorry about you, that. You just say... I'm, I'm not, listen, I'm not going to stop them because it's been difficult enough to get them. So I think we'll just leave them. I just thought of a major problem. So if you're listening to the podcast on... Can you give me one second? Yeah. Hold on. Hello. 
Det är så här. Okay, fine. Ring me and uh, and hang up on me. I suppose I've done it to many people before. Go on. If you're listening to this podcast on the new Google um, Home Hub, yeah, and then I say, "Hey Google, play the James Well podcast." Won't it hear itself and then play the beginning of the podcast again? Well, go on, see what it does. Well, I just did, and it didn't. Well, I, I probably just annoyed everybody doing that. What you mean if they've got? This new one, yeah. You could say, "Play the James Whale podcast." Well, you say, "Hey Google, play the James Whale oh, podcast," and then you have it'll... to say that "Hey Google" bit. You do, yeah. So I could say, "Hey Google, play us the most appallingly disgusting thing you can find." You'll probably get a, uh, a response saying, "I'm sorry, I don't know what you mean." Huh? Hey Google, play the James Whale radio podcast. Or, hey Google, show me some porn. Oh, will you stop? You're upset. What is wrong with you? Is is your wife out of action? <laughs> I just thought that would upset everybody then, wouldn't it? People checking the history on the hey Google. <laughs> oh, dear, oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> um. Anyway, right. So, uh, I was going to talk about this. There's, there's, um, th- and uh, I was driving in. I was listening, of course, to the very fine Eamon Holmes Drive Time Show on Talk Radio Four to Seven. Uh, uh, hang on a minute. I, they, no, you stay with me. You're not, she wants to go out there and rummage of the builders. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, so, uh, and he was talking about this. There is a, a, a an ex-public school boy in Singapore, British, uh, who's been convicted of selling drugs, only to his friends, though, apparently. And he has been uh, sentenced to 24 lashes of the cane. And Eamon was going on about how barbaric this is and how they shouldn't be allowed to do this and everything else. And I was driving along thinking about it because when you drive, you think, don't you? And in your mind goes all over the place. So I was thinking about this and I thought, do you know, that's really interesting because I'm, uh, and I, I don't believe in being brutal and nasty and horrible and everything else. But I think if you're in a foreign country, or if you live there, this guy lives there, uh, and you think of breaking their laws, then you're going to have to to pay the consequences and and stop moaning about it. The fact you're British doesn't mean a thing. You know, people do not abuse drugs in the main in Singapore, apparently, because the retribution is very, very strict. Now, I personally think in this country we should decriminalize, even even legalize all drugs and deal with those people who are addicted to them. We would then surely make it a lot easier for the police to deal with the rising crime. If you have something that is prohibited, um, then suddenly the criminals get in. They're even getting in now to tobacco. All right, and the more difficult you make it for people to smoke cigarettes. Listen, I'm absolutely fine with the fact we shouldn't have it smoked anywhere. I hate people smoking near me. I detest smoking. I think it is a ridiculously stupid thing to do. But if you want to do it and you want to suffer the consequences, then fine, you go ahead. But you don't do it near me. You don't do it near anybody else. You don't do it in public places. You do it in what I would suggest would be called a smoking den. I think the 
the the politicians missed a trick when they uh, said that uh, there was no to be no smoking in uh, in in public places, pubs, restaurants, which I totally agree with. But I think they should have given out a license for people who want to run a smoking establishment. And as long as the people who work there understand and are happy to do it, and the people who want to go there, fine. And I think I think you should have a smoking license to, to uh, ha- allow people to go in. I don't like looking at the junkies, and that's what people who smoke are, they're junkies. Because if you have got to go out of a restaurant and stand on the street in the freezing cold, shivering, because you have got to have a fix of your favourite drug, you are a junkie. Now, I'm, I'm not, a, you know, if that's what turns you on, floats you both, that's fine. But... I think you should be allowed to do it if you want. It shouldn't be illegal. I mean, for goodness sake, as long as you're prepared to pay the costs. Am I right or am I right? You are right, but you can't have a smoking den licence because every uh, nightclub and pub would just apply for one. Yeah, but that's fine because I wouldn't go to them. And if you if you are objected to, to people smoking, and a lot of people do now, and for those people who remember when you could smoke anywhere you wanted, you used to come out of nightclubs and bars stinking of other people's smoke. Um, I, I, I go to the pub now far more than I ever did when you could smoke in there. I remember I used to go to Little Chef and it used to be like a smoking and a non-smoking yeah. section and all that used to divide you was a piece of wood. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. Absolutely stupid. You used to be able to sit at the back of a plane and smoke. But now you can't smoke. If there's a, if there's a place that wants smoking, I won't be going there. But they should be able to uh, to pay quite a hefty fee for a licence and, and have smoking dens. I mean, in Victorian times, we had the, um, what were they, the... Um, opium dens. Oh, opium dens, yeah. So you know, have, have smoking dens and, and people who got you know want to use drugs of some sort can do that. Hold on. Sorry, there's people walking up and down the stairs. Um, so anyway, I think that, for, for goodness sake, and, and people going, oh, well, it's barbaric, but that's what they do in that country. I would never want to go to Singapore. I would never want to go to Saudi Arabia. I think those sort of places are disgusting, um, and, and I wouldn't go there. But if you go there, and if you get caught, you'll have to suffer the consequences. Part of me thinks, though, that bringing back the birch for miscreants who perhaps commit um, uh, atrocities, like the people who daubed paint over the war memorials um, last week, uh, which I think was absolutely disgusting. Uh, Rather than when they find them, and they will, what will happen is they'll probably get a community order or something and they'll think they're very clever. They might even get a couple of weeks or even a couple of months in prison, but I doubt it. And that's going to cost us all money. What about six of the best? Hard. And I think also there's a certain amount of humiliation. I don't think you can deal with hardened criminals like that, but yobbos and people who who commit petty crimes which aggravate all of us, you know, graffitiing and uh, and playing football against your wall outside and all those sort of annoying things. Six of the best. Sort the buggers out. What about graffitiing their house? Most of those people live in houses that look disgusting anyway, and you'd probably be doing them a favour. Yeah, you'd be improving the house. Or yeah, you'd a... be improving their houses. Why should you do that? And why should I paint for, pay for paint to do it? True. I've just had a room painted here. Cost a fortune. I didn't, I didn't know paint cost that much. I thought it was about five quid a tin or something. About £25 a tin now, I think you'll find. Yeah, well, I, I thought they were ripping me off. 
I went down to the shop, went down to B&Q just to find out. Did you complain? No, no, no. I just wanted to find out how much paint was. I thought, I'm, look, you know me, I don't... I mean, this house looks like it was back in when I bought it in 1820. Ah, but if you stick the word trade in front of the word paint, you could double mm. that figure easily. Really? Why? Well, because then it appears to be professional paint. Well, is there a difference between professional paint and non-professional paint? They water down professional paint. Why? I don't know. They're just I've, I've oh. just seen them pouring buckets of water in big paint tins when when I've had the decorators round. All oh, right. Ah. Oh. Okay, I didn't know about that. I'll have to look into that. Um, anyway, so I, I think, you know, maybe, uh, what do you think? And maybe cycling, getting in people's way, six of the best. What do you think? Just take the rubber off the tyres. Well, that'd be a good idea. Just take fucking bicycles. Do you know in London in particular, I don't know if they're happening in other cities, this this move to cut the roads in in half nearly and stick in cycling lanes, which go against the flow of the normal traffic. It's just bizarre. What do they want to do? Kill off the economy of the city? Can't they make somewhere like Milton Keynes, not Milton Keynes, but somewhere like Milton Keynes? Have you been there? I have once. But I was going to say... It's full, full of concrete cows. So why would you have concrete cows? I don't know, but can't we just have a city for cyclists? Can't we just have a place? Yes, you're right. That's a good idea. If you want to cycle, you go and live in this particular city. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the wonderful thing in London now, they've got these uh, no-whatever zones where if you, you drive a, a, a big vehicle um, and, gosh, my hand's gone wrinkly. You know, sometimes your hands go wrinkly. I must put some cream on. Um, you know, if, you, uh, if, if you, you drive a big truck or whatever, they're going to charge you £100 a day to go in to the centre of London. Uh, but I don't see them cutting out all the disgusting diesel buses that actually do pump out a lot of particulates. Don't they have electric buses in London? I think they've got one or two. Well, it's a start, isn't it? One or two. Well, yeah, but they're dangerous as well because you can't hear them coming. Oh, no, because they put sound effects on them and they go... Oh, we talked about it before. I don't want to do that again. Um, so anyway, listen, uh, I've talked enough now. And uh, so I'd, I'd like, if you've got any thoughts on this, guys, why don't you get in touch, James Well Radio at gmail.com. Com. Okay, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Uh, check out the webcast, uh, the website. <laughs> and I was talking to somebody the other day, and they said, uh, uh, so, yeah, James, I've never, I've, uh, they were only about 20 years old anyway, said, you know, I thought, um, it's great. I love your radio show. You should think about doing some TV. Uh, I said, well, I, I did do that, but that was probably when, before you were born. Huh. And so I, I, uh, I, directed them to the um, website, jameswellradio.co.uk. And uh, they, they emailed me the other day and said, this is great. do these shows actually go out on television? How ridiculous is that? Very early in the morning. Yeah, here's some hot news. I'm about to do a new TV show. And where you can find it, if you, it'll be on one of the channels on, uh, on Free Few and Freeset, and I'll let you know where. It's going to be shit. I mean, I'm not, I'm not actually, as, as all my shows are, according to some people, it will be a total and utter car crash. I thought that was embargoed, that news. Well, you might just have to edit that bit out then. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Right, here's a piece of music. This is a Jet Stream and the Last Goodbye. These scars they hide a life so broken, marking the lines of words unspoken.
How much are you sending me this week? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, I'm picking out the coppers now. <laughs> I don't think I've got that much left now. I'm a bit worried. I think my finances are... A bit, whatever. Anyway, listen, um, there we are. That was Jetstream and the last goodbye. It was. A bit depressing, really, when you think about it, isn't it? The title, yeah. Yeah. Um, is it worth us... Uh, uh, well, should I do a bit of Brexit or... I might do in a minute. Why don't we do Tech Talk? Why don't you take over and do Tech Talk? It's official. The Daily Mail is rubbish. What? The Daily Mail. I mean, you have that's a that's a fun, entertaining. Um, uh, somebody's licking the. <laughs> that's rather nice, actually. Licking my foot. Um, <laughs> um, you ever read some of the shit in the Guardian? Uh, there's a lot of shit in the Guardian. No, the um, the Microsoft Edge browser that comes with Windows 10 now. Apparently, when you go to uh, the Daily Mail website, actually comes up in the top corner. Says this website is untrustworthy and unreliable. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and they're complaining about it, the Daily Mail. There are a few other web news websites that uh, Microsoft yeah. uh, pings out, but the Daily Mail is quite amusing. It is. Don't bother with the Guardian. It's full of f***ing media lovies. Yeah, they're very, very snowflakey in the Guardian. Yeah. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. The National Television Awards, which, of course, my friends... Uh, Bross were on, uh, and Luke was on my... You could get it on on catch-up, on talk radio. Listen, uh, it's the last hour of my show on Thursday last week. Luke was in for an hour. Uh, he is a truly lovely guy. I've known him for a long, long time, and I have a go at the record companies because of what they did to Bross when they were kids and how how they were not looked after and all sorts of things. But if you haven't seen When the Screaming Stops, it's a documentary about Bross and I think it answers an enormous amount of questions. And what it's done is it's actually shown people how talented they are and how mistreated they were, in my view. Is it when the screaming stops or after the screaming stops? As a dyslexic, I wouldn't be able to remember. I can never remember either. Just put both of them in your sky planner and you'll see it, I'm sure. I think it's on BBC Two, didn't he say, this week? It's on BBC Two this week, and I think it's on, is it Saturday or Sunday? I don't know. Check it out. If you haven't seen it, please watch it. It does. It is remarkable. Or iPlayer. You can watch it on iPlayer. It'll be there for a while. Mm. Uh, shall I carry on with Tech Talk now? Well, I, you know, you ask to have a little more inclusion in the programme, and all you do is sit there f***ing saying nothing. Well, you hijack it every time, so I'm just... No, I don't. It's my show. How could I hijack my own show? I don't know. You tell me to speak for five minutes and then you talk all over me. Here's something that might interest you. Go on. The Digital Economy Act has now been passed. What the f*** is that? It means you can't get porn in the UK on the internet. Of course you can. No, you have to give them your passport and your driving licence to all the uh, dodgy websites. <clears throat> really? To verify your age now, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Oh, well, that's you and me, f***. Well, I'm sure there's going to be some back doors to go through. Uh, <laughs> keep your preferences out of this. Um, yeah, so that's going to be coming in soon. Whenever you go to a uh, dodgy website, you'll have to uh, either part with some money to prove that you're uh, over the age of 18 or 
part with some ID to prove you're over 18, and who knows where that ID is going to go. But there we are. Um, Amazon Scout. Have you heard about Amazon Scout? No. Uh, it's a new delivery robot that will deliver your parcels. It's uh, on trial at the moment in uh, Washington. Don't uh, bring it over here. I do not want any robots around. The interesting thing is, though... What happens if I get my bow and arrow and I shoot a robot? Uh, have I committed robot murder or what? You could do. Um, the uh, the Amazon Scout, the robot that drives around and delivers the mail for you, has a human chaperone walking around with it. So what the hell's the point? Isn't that just like get a van? Yeah, of course. It's this this whole um, uh, this this whole drone culture is very worrying, and it's like the old eight track uh, recording tape thing. It'll disappear, I think. Well, it could be like vinyl, and it could disappear and then come back again. I don't think there were, t- we were talking about people using them to travel and all sorts. I can't see that happening. I don't want some f- uh, flying over my house or over my garden. And a lot of people are going to be like that, and they're going to start taking action against them. So I, I actually think the future could be shit if we're not very careful. And we're allowing people... This is another thing. We are allowing people now to do stuff, and th- th- this has happened with non-control of the internet. Now, I'm not, not a control freak, you know that. But there, have to be, there has to be some kind of order or anarchy ensues. And this whole thing of saying, well, you know, okay, I can say f*** or shit or whatever I want to say on this, uh, but I wouldn't dream of talking like that on, uh, on the normal media. But... There has to be some kind of control, not necessarily, as long as you know what you're getting. There has to be control over, if I was to come on here and say things for argument's sake, do you know that Rob who produces the James Wells show? He's an absolute f***ing maniac. He's, and, and, and I'll tell you what, he never pays his bills, all right? He rips everybody off. He's a complete shit. You want to be very careful. If that Rob bloke, he ever gets in touch with you, I'm telling you. Now, I could, I could just say whatever I want. Yeah, most of that's now, true, though. Well, yeah, which is why I was very careful not to say anything that was libelous. But uh, there has to be rules and regulations. And also the fact that you can use social media, which is a brilliant tool, and that will never go away because people will always find ways of getting around that. But there has to be ways of controlling it, you know, in the same way that people can start... Uh, well, wars. I mean, the the whole thing about the Arab Spring, it was taken over by the extremists and used via uh, social media. So there has to be some sort of control. How you do it, I've no idea. Films, then? Oh, well, I thought you'd come back with something. I don't know, you politicised my tech talk now. I'm not speaking anymore, <laughs> Uh, I saw the film Mary Poppins Returns the other day. That was filmed outside my friend Pino's restaurant in London. Uh, I actually enjoyed it very much. It's one to go and see in the cinema if you're of that age when you were a child and you went to go and see it. I've never seen it, one way or the other. Uh, it's not as warm as the original Mary Poppins, but it follows the uh, the same theme, obviously. It's a nice film. Go and see it. i finished now. I've I've had enough. <laughs> is that it? I could talk about Martin Lewis dropping his uh, Facebook legal action. What was, oh, what was he dropping it for? Apparently, when, for a while, when he went on Facebook, there was loads of adverts with Martin Lewis's face on it saying, uh, join up to this scam, because it's a really good scam to join up to. And he got very upset and sued Facebook, and apparently they've agreed out to court to uh, donate some money well, to charities, etc., yeah. blah, 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 blah. Quite right, too, because, uh, to be honest with you, 
Uh, if people abuse you and try and use you, it's not funny. I mean, there might be things that you find funny, but if I suddenly found my face on adverts but I wasn't getting paid for and I didn't agree with, I, I'd f***ing take action. Would you? Of course I would. Shit. Why? What have you done? <laughs> Nothing. Um, yes, yeah, so, so, yeah, but Facebook didn't do the adverts. What have you done? <laughs> Face, Facebook. What the f*** have you done? <laughs> I thought you wanted to see your face on the side of a bus. No, I did not. Oh. And it was, it, was it you that put in Wikipedia that I may be gay? Was that you as well? <laughs> you fucking tosspot. It wasn't uh, Martin Lewis. I'm going to give you so much fucking editing to do <laughs> that you won't know your ass from your elbow. <laughs> then how will you go to the toilet? Hey! All right, yeah, yeah, see what you mean. <laughs> oh dear! It wasn't Facebook that did the adverts. It was other people that put the adverts on Facebook. But Facebook made it very hmm. difficult to remove the adverts. That's why he was suing. Why do Facebook do stupid things like that? If they could have made it easier, and why can't the people who do things like that be found and brought to account? Because you can open a Facebook account very easily without identification. But, but maybe you stop that. Yeah, well, the good news is now is there's a button on Facebook that you can actually click next to the advert that says this advert is a scam. So obviously if enough people click on it, because some of them are obvious that they're a scam, they're, uh, they'll get their money taken off them. That's the point. Do they get the money taken off? Because if I was Facebook, I'd still take the money for the advertising off the people that did it and mm. not return it, but also cancel their advert. Yeah. That, teach well, it, have we had anybody sort of put fake... Uh, Facebook sites up about me or not? We don't uh, have Twitter ones. But... No, 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 we haven't, no. <clears throat> no. Just keep an eye, because if we do, we will sort it out. Well, yeah, there's the... Uh, yeah, the... don't say anything. Okay. Because actually, I think that will be quite therapeutic, and we could video the whole thing and then uh, put it out as a, a warning to others. He's got a very squeaky voice, though, hasn't he? Yeah, but that doesn't matter. It's quite frightening. Hmm. You get Mickey Mouse coming round your house and uh, threatening to uh, nail your hands to the table. That was a trick. That's what Mad Frankie Fraser used to do in the Craze Gang. Did you know that? Uh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, they got somebody that wasn't uh, doing what they were told. They used to get them in this room and apparently nail their hands to the table. I mean, that would really, wouldn't it? That would, that would concentrate your mind. That's, that's quite painful. That's like trapping your fingers in a door. Yeah. Yeah. Must give you terrible arthritis in, in later life. Yeah, that'd be very upsetting for a lot of young people. Yeah. yeah. You better edit that bit as well. Um, right, okay. So Brexit. Uh, it's interesting, isn't it? Uh, and it looks like it means I might have to sit out for another three hours on uh, on College Green outside Parliament for another radio show in a week or so, as I did last week. Um, this Brexit thing has become a fiasco. Airbus, uh, the, the big boss of Airbus, has uh, given the government a verbal slapping, quite rightly in my view, um, because we we have got some of the worst people in power, but it is because they are all frightened on both sides. Um of their electorate, and they're not sure. The majority of, uh, as far as I can see, of, of people who vote Labour are staunch Brexiteers. Um, so, uh, look, I'll be quite honest with you. Um, I work with a load of Brexiteers, 
They haven't thought it through. Leaving the European Union without a deal would cause us an enormous upset. But it's not even that. It's the the ramifications of that around the world. Britain thinks it's better than everybody else. Britain thinks they can go on their own. Britain, you know, we're looking actually to try and make the world a nicer place. And it's not happening. It was nicer 10, 20, 30 years ago. In the last 10 years, I think we've got very polarized and very nasty. And I think we need to take a step back and turn around and say to the person next to you, I love you. Do that now. Why do you want me to say that to you? No, the person next to you. I'm not next to you. I'm about 300 fucking miles away from you. Can I say it to my imaginary friend then? Yes, you can, because that's all the friends you've got. I love you. Yeah, feel better? No. And, and Brexiteers are generally miserable, ugly people. Have you noticed? And they take the piss out of those people who just want the world to be a nicer place. And if another person says to me, why are you so down on Britain? Why are you so against this country? Of course I'm not. I'm very pro-Britain. I love, I am British. I was born here. I can only speak English. For fuck's sake, wake up. We live in Europe. We are part of Europe. Why would we suddenly want to split? There is no economic benefit. And as if I've said before, tell me three main things that you think we will be better. We'll be in charge of our money, our laws, and our whatever, our, our uh, borders. Our money, our law, our borders. Truck, truck, truck. Our money, our law, our borders. Well, we are anyway. It's fucking difficult to get in here. Tony Blair, Gordon Brown, and David Cameron all have a lot to answer for in different ways. But I'm, I'm sorry, Theresa May couldn't organise a piss-up in a brewery. And Jeremy Corbyn, what is Jeremy Corbyn doing as a, a leader of a political party? He's, he's an extremist. You know, he believes in extreme socialism. He thought Venezuela was a really good model of how we should run this country. So both of our main political parties, uh, parties Labour and Conservative, um, are arguing not only with each other, but with themselves. This is a stupid time. In any other part of the world, the military would already have taken over, but we're British, we don't do that sort of thing, and quite rightly. Her Majesty the Queen, who I have enormous respect for, came out and said, quite rightly, could we try to bring the country together? We are not doing it. And what we need to do now, against everybody else, you know, Jacob Rees-Mogg is very funny. He's, he's quite a nice chap, but he's very funny and he's extremely stupid. All right? He's lived a, a life of, of privilege. He doesn't understand what life is like. He said to me on my radio show, and I, t- I kid you not, he said, James, when I asked him about the Irish border, he said, could you not talk about that, James? Uh, it'll be absolutely fine. There are no problems with the Irish border. And if people like you keep bringing it up, it will actually cause problems. So if you stop talking about it, it'll be fine. You know, in the same way, the, the, the Labour Party don't want to discuss certain things, don't want people to... You know, you, these extreme views are dangerous. And the rise of the extreme right and the extreme left in this country is a worry. The Metropolitan Police have come out and said that today. They are concerned that Brexit is actually radicalising extreme right-wing views. People who are prepared to... And if you see some of them, they call me on the radio the whole time. Most of them completely stupid. Most of them, when you ask them, well, what is it exactly you're against? They have no idea. And then you get back to it. I had one the other night came on and he was quite sensible. And I said, so what is it you don't want? Well, you've got to admit, James, we're being overrun with foreigners. 
We're not being overrun with foreigners. Where is the... Ob- we had a problem with some Romanian gypsies who camped out in Hyde Park for a while, and that made the front page of the mail, and, of course, everybody thought that was happening everywhere. Those people have, by and large, gone back. Uh, most people... Listen, my wife in her last few days, was treated by a couple of Romanian nurses, male nurses, and they were brilliant. They were absolutely brilliant. And the sad thing is they told me that, you know, we, we will be leaving the country and going, uh, going home because we don't feel anybody wants us here anymore. Um, this is how we are being observed by the rest of the world. OK, I'm not going to rant on about it anymore because, quite frankly, it depresses the f*** out of me and I wanted to cheer the world up. I wanted this to be a place you came, listened to, and felt entertained by. But honestly, oh, now what? Okay, so, what was I saying? You were saying that's enough of Brexit this week. That's enough of, of moaning. But Brexit is a very important topic, and it will define the way this country goes forward over the next 30, 40 years. And for those people, particularly teenagers, they need to think very carefully about this. There are people who were not old enough to vote, many of them, who are now old enough to vote, but have to live with what was decided by a large number of people who are now no longer here. That, my friends, is not democracy. Quite right, yes. You see, here, here, says the dog. Right. Um, should we do questions for the whale? Uh, let's do questions for the whale then. Good, because I need to go. Uh, Dave Hills. Chris Heavens moving to Virgin. Will he boost the uptake of digital radio and awareness of other digital stations? Is it a good or bad thing for UK radio? It's a very good thing for UK radio, and yes, he will. The only down point is he got my studio before me, but there we are. Uh, so he got the first of the new studios, and I thought I was going to get the first of the new studios, but there we are. No, it's a very good thing. And you'll notice that uh, there was this big thing about we're going to turn off analogue transmitters. But now that doesn't seem to be happening, does it? They will eventually, won't they? Because they want to use the FM frequencies for other stuff, don't they? Yeah, well, they can't, because uh, obviously there's uh, you're going to get too much interference from... Um private people using FN transmitters? Because you've got to have one in your car, can't you, to transmit from yeah. your phone to yeah. your car. But, you know, the problem is that DAB is a bit of a busted flush, and so is AM and, and FM. The best way to listen to any radio now is to download a radio app onto your tablet or your phone. And we all have phones and tablets, at least the intelligent people do. Uh, and so we can do that, and we can listen to radio wherever you go. Indeed. Yeah. But Chris Evans is good for DAB Radio. We need DAB Radio needs a huge boost. Also, I'll be honest with you, also, the way we calculate the ratings has got to change. The Rajar way of calculating ratings is completely and utterly ridiculous. I can put out um I can put out some social media films and videos. Like when I was in Parliament the other day and I interviewed Owen Jones. Uh, I think that so far has had uh, something like uh, 250,000 listens and views to that interview. And you know that that was done. Rajar, take a consensus and ask uh, a few thousand people what they listened to over a certain time. And then your uh, piece will only get, like, uh, only one listen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Tis crazy. And, and, so, and supposing nobody'd heard that interview I did of the people they asked. Does anyone know who, anybody who's, who does the Rajar 
Um, oh, well, I've got a little story to tell you if you've got time about that. Uh, a number of years ago when I lived in Harrogate, um, I, in fact, twice, I was uh, I was one of, you know, we have a little restaurant in Harrogate. Mm. Um, and I don't care, you can do me for this, I don't care. And one of the customers came in uh, and they'd been sent a, one of these diaries and said, oh, James, I've got a diary. Oh, I said, oh, good. Well, make sure you uh, put in it. You listen to me all the time. And uh, and so they did. Uh, and, I, and for that, I got the worst ratings I'd ever had. They look at these diaries, and if they think something, somebody's sort of a big fan of someone, or they, then they, they knock bits off. Right. So it's completely... Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but, you know. Well, it's obvious. They look, they look for uh, signs of any sort of mucking around with the figures, I suppose. Well, yeah. But, you know... Television ratings are done, aren't they, with uh, some televisions have a thing in them? Uh, I imagine, yeah, the best way of doing it is with technology, but you can't do that with a radio, though, can you? Unless you give people special radios, but then you've got to carry that radio around with them all the time. Mm. But no, very few people listen on the radio. Apps. Radio should have a radio app, like Radio Player app, and then when you... And those people who listen to radio have to always use the app on their phone or mm. on their tablet and it logs what they're listening to. Mm. That's the way Good. forward. Yeah. Because, you know, when I listen to the radio, I use my my phone. I'll, I'll put it on, on Talk Radio's app and I'll put it uh, maybe uh, in the bathroom or somewhere like that and it'll link up with its uh, Bluetooth speaker, if I had one. Um, and you you can hear the radio that way. How many people carry a radio around? I mean, I know some people have them on in, in the kitchen breakfast time and things like that but it's much easier just on your phone isn't it it's, it's a lot easier on your phone or your um hey google play the radio just annoyed a load of other people there good right questions come on uh rob james uh why is it that the word fridge contains the letter d but refrigerator doesn't uh, because you don't need the letter D in refrigerator in fact actually i i would advise people never to put d's in their fridge that is true. Yeah, you shouldn't do yeah, that. Yeah. It's like tins. You shouldn't put tins in the fridge either. No, no, or eggs. Uh, let's find uh, one that we can quickly go through. Uh, Daniel Seven, what is the yeah. purpose of art in society? Hang on a minute. Okay, just just keep the, keep there a minute. Hold on. Paul, yes. just come here one minute. Right, Okay. Right, <clears throat> just shout behind me, I'll hear you. Okay, uh, so I do, I do this thing, uh, this is my friend Paul, he's standing behind me. I do this thing where we have questions for the whale, and one question is, uh, where is it, what was it? Uh, what is the purpose of art in society? So very succinctly, Paul, what is the purpose of art in society? It's a two-part answer. One yeah. is that art can be a record of uh, what's going on in society at the time, so either a historical record or a social commentary. The other is purely for entertainment and to make us feel good. Right. Now, Daniel, f*** off and don't ask such stupid f***ing questions. Right. Um, OK. Uh, next question. We can't have him on again, though. Who? Paul. Why? Well, he makes us look stupid. He's a f***ing artist. That's what they do. Uh, Colin Watkins, are you mm. still paying Rob with jelly tits? Should be tots, isn't it? No, I'm paying him with jelly tits. That's why he's always going on about his lack of pornography. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, uh, we've got to say hello to Jackie Gant, who's uh, now moved into intensive care now. 
That's not good. Oh, Jackie, I'm so sorry. They'll look after you, Jackie. They will look after you. Uh, Nick writes, assuming that the world is infinite and God is infinite, would you like a piece of toast? Um, I've had crunchy nut cornflakes before, but I'm thinking of lunch and having some... I was thinking of having a bacon sandwich. Uh, John Ewans. Yeah. Hi, John. Uh, should we have a public vote like Brexit to remove Gemma Collins from Dancing on Ice? Do you know, I'm so glad somebody brought that up. What a f***ing cow she is. I know she's doing it for the larger lady, even fine. If you like being that large and it's no problem to you, that's amazing and fine. But she is the most aggravating and her personality is ugly. Okay, it's her personality is nasty and horrible, and she's, I suppose, just, just, I, 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 I don't know anything about her. I don't watch The Only Way is Essex, um, but uh, uh, people talk about her as if she's some great superstar. She's done f all except be fat. And I haven't seen her dance on ice. I, I've just read the stories. And if what, the stories I've read about her, and if what I've heard from people I have spoken to who have worked with her is true, why do people bother with her? Do you find her attractive? Do you find her entertaining? She's just slovenly and common. Now, I'm sorry if I'm offensive, but you ask me the question. She's just horrible. And we're, we're keeping some sort of lump like that on our television screen so we can make ourselves feel better about the way we are. I don't think that says much about us, do you? Uh, Chris Beddows, should the passing of your dog be classed as a bereavement by your employer? I had to take a week off after losing my beloved dog. I was devastated. Mm. Yeah, of course it should. It's part of the family, isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah, uh, without any shadow of a doubt, of course it should. And if you work with somebody who doesn't understand that, I'd tell them to piss off and go work for somebody else. Uh, that's about it, really. Good. I'm off. Thank you very much indeed, everybody. And uh, enjoy Gemma Collins at the weekend, because I can assure you that's one thing I won't be watching. Make sure that you bleep out all the f***ing language, because honestly, it's just not acceptable that people speak like that. Now piss off. Thank you. to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.